0: Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Hs of Football, uh, everyone's favourite key league football podcast, done by two guys actually in Korea.
1: There is a new kid on the block though, isn't there?
0: There is, yeah, but I think he's a bit more Donnie Wahlberg than he is uh, the other really good one, whose <laughs> name I can't remember, Jason or Justin or someone,
1: um, but that was Timberlake. Jordan. Jordan, yes. Jordan Knight. Jordan Knight, yeah, I think, I think he's more Donnie than Jordan. So what you're saying is that we've got the right stuff. The right stuff. That should have been the <laughs> intro music da, 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 and not da, what we did choose.
0: Yeah, let's keep that for another time. It's less contrived and horrible. So obviously the intro music was uh, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. It's the big build-up, just like in Rocky Three, when uh, after Apollo Creed became his trainer and Mickey had died, he had to do his best to beat Lang. For all those who are old enough to remember Rocky Three, which was before
1: it got actually really shit. So, so clearly, since your best eleven, we're talking about best eleven here, aren't
0: we? Well, because I said that just before you did that, yeah. For the
1: third or fourth week in a row. Yep, this was the big match,
0: the actual game, the, the big title. This that was it.
1: So, with your cheating in in selecting your best eleven, you're clearly uh, Dolph Lundgren, whatever his character's name was, which I've forgotten. Well, that was Rocky Four. Sorry, dodgy Russian guy.
0: That was Rocky 4. Okay. Rocky 3 was Mr. T. we'll get you fool. <laughs>
1: that
0: was Rocky 3. we'll still be your wife fool. That's all the line I remember. Okay. Which was, that performance of Mr. T was only less believable than the, than the robot that delivered uh, Paulie's beer. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, I'll be Mr. T. Paul, you'll be the contender that's just lost his belt coming back. Okay. You'll be Rocky, yeah? So obviously, yeah, it's a big that, fight.
1: Is that a spoiler.
0: <laughs> that, that, that might be a spoiler. Yeah, that might be a spoiler. <laughs> so it's it's the big match. I mean, we've been talking about this for a long, long time now. We've obviously, you know, like last week we would have given you a result, but Gary was the kind of thorn in the side, the the, the kind of apple in the peach basket.
1: And how did, how did his team get on in the? Uh the three-way competition.
0: Uh, it was too tough to put two in. it football manager without putting three in, so I just discarded them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gary.
1: Next time get in, on time. Yeah, he was disqualified for submitting late, basically.
0: He was disqualified for probably having the best team. <laughs> so, so unfortunately, there's no Gary. It was just a head-to-head between me and Paul, as you said, Mr. T versus uh, the slurring Sylvester Stallone. Well, he was getting better at that point in time, to be honest. Uh, so, anyway, obviously, you know the team's... We won't go back through them again purely because I've forgotten them.
1: <laughs> but don't you think we should? There's not much to talk about today. We need to, to like spin it <laughs> no, out a little bit.
0: Really? Do you remember
1: them? <laughs> um, I, I remember. The we both had Yom,
0: Yom and Yun. Yeah. And there was we a Young. We didn't have. We didn't. And both there was have a Yun. Cha. Chonjic. Chonjic. Yeah. So let's go through the, the team. So obviously Paul's team was called uh Soulfield Wednesday. Yep. Which was a very uh, kind of interesting and obviously intelligent name uh, probably based on Paul's allegiances to the blue and white of Sheffield.
1: hmm
0: Okay. My team is called uh, Marks Macaulay Marvels.
1: Minges. Minges
0: Mingers Muppets uh, based on my allegiance to Macley the reason why I'm sitting here still in a cast. Um, so Paul's team is basically in goals E Bum Young from Pusan, uh, left back of E Dum from Guangzhou, Wanderson John Jits, Yoon Sung in defence. And right back of Che Hyo Jin, one-time sole favourite, I believe. Yep. Yep. Now playing his trade with Chunnam Dragons. Yep. Okay. Left wing was Yum Ki Hoon. Uh, Yoon Garam in the middle and Son Jun Ho from Pohang. Always been a 5-3-2, never wins in Football Manager, but anyway.
1: Out front, Adriano. Luckily, luckily we weren't playing in Football Manager, but another equally good yes. simulator.
0: Yeah, uh, up front was Adriano,
1: Boo, uh, and the Wookie.
0: The the only man in the whole of the podcast that didn't get his real name. <laughs> I know when you did the things. Excellent. So that was a five three two managed by Che Kang He, uh, John Book Legend, the Smiler, uh, as he's known. Uh, Mark's Magley Marvels was my team. I went with a four four two managed by the one and only Kim Hak Bum by far the best manager in the K League, unlike Gary's attempt at. Shoehorn and then the Dejon manager for something.
1: Hangzhou.
0: Whatever. Um, in goals, I had Shin Hwa Young, uh, left back of E. Udam, defence, John Jutes, Wilkinson, right back of Chad Rhee. How did this team? This is the best team ever. Uh, left wing, Yum Ki Hoon. In the middle, Kim Tae Wan, Yoon Bik Garam. And on the right wing, we went for Orsix I reckon that boy's got a goal on him. Uh, up front, I went for Adriano, Dejon. Uh, and E. John Hyup, which has now turned out to be absolute and utter cat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you pick the wrong player. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. Uh, so that was the team. We put it into our football simulator, and I know that you're all excited and eager to hear the commentary. Uh, unfortunately, Alistair is in Scrooge Bar in and Eta One, smashed out his face, and can't do the commentary live.
1: He might be up the hill by now.
0: Uh, he's over the hill. Definitely. Uh, so we're going to have to just go with me reading it off the simulator screen. So I apologise if it's not quite as good as it would have been.
1: So we we did attempt to do this somewhat scientifically, and we did we did try and get a decent sample size going. So yeah, we, we, played, did, we did three games. Three, three games.
0: Yep. I won the first one. Yep. Paul won the second one. Yep. And that all important third match, which involved some cheating, let's say, some typical for anyone who's played Football Manager. 2015 onwards, sorry, the simulator that we used, you'll know exactly how a football manager cheats whenever it wants to. Anyway, so first up, the game started. Paul, are you listening? Yep. Okay. Uh, We're just going to take you through not the whole game, because that would be far too long a podcast. So we'll we'll take you through the highlights. Uh, So the first thing of of, uh, note, I guess, was uh, Yoon Young's son thinking he was uh, Paolo Maldini. In defence, tried to dribble the ball out, got to the edge of the box, lost it to Orsic, uh, who picked the ball up, looked up, and curled it into the top corner beyond uh, the flailing arms of the Pusan goalkeeper. So, e Bum Young, the greatest goalkeeper in, in the K League, unfortunately, uh, blowing it along with Yun Young's son, who, how you ever made a Korean national team, I have no
1: idea. The, the player who I took on your recommendation. You did, but that was a, he was a spy in the camp. Uh, I think he was, wasn't it? He? He's was just trying to.
0: Double O Seven. <laughs> license to throw.
1: And I would have done exactly the same. I would have recommended Charderie, but you picked him off your own bat, so. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: did, and see what happens to there on the game, yeah. So pretty much like ten minutes into the game, it was one 0 to Mark's Macaulay Marvels. Should also be said, the game I did win as well, the game I won the first game, this is exactly how we started as well, with Orsic scoring a goal in the first 15 minutes, so at this point I was pretty confident that uh, history was going to repeat and uh, I was going to end up romping Paul again. Obviously I was feeling chipper at this point, Paul was feeling a little bit down and depressed, he was thinking again that he was, he was going to end up losing, but then that's when you. That's why you have players at Yum Ki-hun, I guess, in your team. Yep. Uh, so basically, Paul won a pretty dodgy corner. I mean, uh, one of those football manager corners where the ball comes in and everyone fails it at the same time and it says corner for some reason.
1: The referee's not sure who it went off, but...
0: Yeah, but he gives it to the team that's losing 1-0 anyway. <laughs> um, so, Yum Ki-hun, the world's greatest uh, corner taker, or at the very least, according to uh, our our predictions anyway, swung the ball in and yeah, yeah, I guess Paul picked his team well, at the back post up Pop Wanderson, the Brazilian who, we don't think the a defender actually at all to be honest,
1: yeah. um, uh, up to that point you've been playing up front and <laughs> missed a hatful of chances, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know somebody's like 15th goal of the season or something yeah, uh, and Wanderson like smacking header and Shin Hua Young should really be on a plane somewhere to Georgia or something as opposed to playing for my team uh, should really have got to it. was a good header, but one of those kind of ones that he probably should have got to. But again, if anyone has played football manager, you'll see the goalkeeper moving way slower than the ball for some reason. that's not actually realistic at all whatsoever. Um, also, you'll probably notice at this point in time, there was two people still queuing for pies
1: uh, <laughs>
0: at the stand in the, in, in the background, even though we're 25 minutes into the game. Uh, that's even worse than still Elan's these hot dogs. To be honest yeah. which
1: I think you can also get at the uh, art center in in Yangtze I was there yesterday and they had a, a Swedish hot dog fu- food truck really yeah
0: bet that doesn't cost you a hundred fifty thousand one to go there for a full year either anyway that's a <laughs> for another time yeah yeah okay. okay okay so but it was it was one each uh, kind of that wasn't quite how it went in the first time I beat Paul so I was getting a little bit kind of apprehensive at this point um, open still confident that my team was by far the better team in terms of defense at least yeah but uh, we'll, we'll see how it went so, so that was pretty much it uh, ran up to half time, finished once at halftime um, kind of halftime team talks went somewhere along the lines of what you want a beer yeah you want a beer yeah okay so we had a couple of beers um, so then we pressed play and started the second half which is roughly how we would probably give Team Talks in real life as well. Um, And, uh, yeah, it all kind of went a little bit from bad to shit for my team, to be perfectly honest, after this. Yeah, well, maybe not from bad to shit, but eventually, yeah. So, um, basically, uh, what happened was, as you know, we chose Adriano. Um, Both chose Adriano. I chose Dejon's Adriano who is slightly better than S.U. Sols' Adriano, if you believe Miroslav. <laughs> anyway. I
1: guess, I guess that's because the players around him are slightly worse. <laughs> we have
0: still been unable to work out exactly how Miroslav gets his 1.5s in his tours. But anyway.
1: And I, I, did, uh, I did challenge him on, on Twitter.
0: <laughs> and he just explained it by saying, because. <laughs> 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 so, anyway. Uh, so, Jason's Adriano should be better than Nessie souls but didn't quite prove that way uh, at the beginning of the second half. Um, there wasn't
1: much difference, to be honest. <laughs> there wasn't much
0: difference. Yeah. So basically, uh, again, as per as per usual, Yom uh, was the deciding factor here. So he picked the ball up uh, on the left wing. Again, for anyone who knows football manager, this is a typical goal. Uh, cut inside, played the ball in, and Adriano seemed to bounce off a couple of players. Fell to Adriano, uh, and he struck it into the into the left hand corner from two yards. From about yeah about six yards, I think yeah. Typical FC Adriano, oh, lucky poaching goal. So we were two
1: and up at that point. At that point, Paul's Soulfield Wednesday were
0: celebrating. Uh, I was too busy booking a flight home to Scotland.
1: I, I may have been standing right in front of her face, going. <laughs>
0: it was, was reminds me of the Dracula thing from 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 Halloween. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there went quite about one hundred and fifty women. Um, so I was feeling disconsolate, depressed,
1: divorced. Deboche, <laughs> what?
0: Quite <laughs> a few things at this point. Um, so we kicked off, uh, and yeah, as you know, we had some players that overlapped, like uh, John Dic, Adriano, Yom Kee-Hoon, and that left back that nobody remembers. Yom Bikram. And Yom Bikram, but didn't really do much at all in the whole game, to be honest. But anyway, uh, and strange enough, Yom Keehun, almost straight from the kickoff, picked the ball up in the left-hand wing, ran to the left-hand wing, cut inside. Played the ball inside. It bounced off two Paul's defenders. Felt <laughs> with and he scored from about six
1: yards. Not two yards. Two or six. It's difficult to tell a football manager. So basically he scored the same goal twice in a minute.
0: Yeah, what? isn't that gypper if it does that? <laughs> so yeah, so the exact same goal twice in a minute to make it two each. At this point I was on Emirates' website cancelling my flights. Because I knew I had this in the bag. Because yeah. I had by far the best defence. <laughs> As I keep saying... And I wonder why.
1: <laughs>
0: so that was literally about with the 50 minute mark. About that, yeah. yeah. And then in true Key League style, nothing happened for about the next 25 minutes. Uh, there was no cheerleaders, there was no like, water slides in the middle of the pitch or anything like that. Uh, oh, we should add Bambino over there at halftime performance. <laughs> Sorry, we forgot to add that part. Um, so, yeah, with about 5 10 minutes left, it uh, yeah, looked the- like it was going to be another. Well, the the first draw of the three games, at which point we were going to have to make this shit up,
1: yeah,
0: because <laughs> um, I wasn't going through a fourth one. Um, well, if we
1: gone through a fourth one, we have to go for a fifth one as well. So it's <laughs> yeah. going to be a never-ending process.
0: Um, when uh, yeah, when when Paul's team came forward, uh, was it was it was it Yom again? I can't remember who put the ball in the box. Uh,
1: no, it wasn't Yom. It was uh, the puanga on the right side. Ah, oh,
0: okay. Son, yeah. Yeah. Son, something. Yeah. Uh, he, he put the ball in and uh, Cha, wow. I'd been warding him all game. He'd been he'd been a rock in my defence. I chose him over Osmar for a reason. Uh, unfortunately that reason wasn't for skill. Um and Cha barged in at the back of uh, Adriano. Uh of a dodgy penalty. Again, for anyone who's played football manager. This is just have cheese you out of games these days. Uh, pretty dodgy penalty, but what was even more surprising was I got a straight red card when he clearly wasn't the last man as the last man was the guy coming back from, from the hamburger stand <laughs> <laughs> who had just entered the field of play at that point uh, So, child red card sent off uh, which could only mean one thing and that was that the rookie was going to blaze a penalty No, well, he wasn't going to blaze it, he was going to like, pass the penalty into uh, my goalkeeper's hands Paul, you want to take us through the penalty?
1: Uh, I think it was a pretty good penalty, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Is it a Paneca, we call it? Is it a Pillow we call it? Uh,
1: I think Do we just call it a wookie from now on? We, we call it, up to now, we've called it a, a, a Pierlo on, on the podcast, haven't we? Yeah. But going forward, I think it should be a wookie. It should be a wookie, yeah. Unless he actually scores one against Saul, in which case we'll change it again.
0: It'll be a Schnookie or something, yeah. So basically, yeah, the wookie stepped up. He tried it um, at, uh, at, at, at home against... Or I can't remember who it was,
1: actually. He did, didn't he? And it yeah. went, all went horribly wrong. And
0: it all went horribly wrong. But this time, I guess, when it's not the real person, but it's actually a computerised simulation, he's not crap.
1: Well, I'm, I, I'm not sure the graphics are good enough to determine whether it's a whether he intended it or whether he actually sliced it.
0: Uh, I'm not really sure the graphics were really good enough to determine it was a peer You <laughs> But we going to call it a Pirlo. Cut a long story short, the rookie scored a penalty. Uh, about at this point, maybe five minutes left, five yeah. six minutes left. Yeah. Uh, made it three-two. Uh, at that point in time, uh, I didn't see the last four minutes because I was uh, I, I stormed out of the apartment. Um, not that we lived together. <laughs> Just to <laughs> clarify that last point. Uh, and yeah, the game ran out pretty much the way that uh, you would expect it to in, in the K League. Nothing really much happened. Uh, Seoul Fields.
1: Wednesday. Wednesday
0: played the FC soul under Che. Did nothing. Uh, Kim Hackbung, having defended a two-each lead for 20 minutes, <laughs> uh, was left with nothing else to do but nothing. And so I, I rolled out 3-2-50. I, I, I,
1: I guess the problem with doing a best 11 is you've got no substitutes to come on and influence the game. Yeah, and there's none uh, to come on, yeah. And it, and it was, uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, of course, given the, the nature of the game, there were substitutes on the bench, but we had a gentleman, gentleman's agreement not to use them, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, luckily, nobody got injured during the game, because of what we've been sitting there refreshing until we went through a game with no injuries, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, so basically that, yeah. So, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I lost. Paul won. Uh, 3-2 J- victory. Justice was done. Probably justice for me cheating me both. Uh, Dehan and uh, Dehan. Dehan. <laughs> yeah, I brought Dejan are, are, are you already spoiling next year? <laughs> <laughs> next year's done already. But uh, we're we'll, we'll be bringing Dejan's, uh, Adriano, uh, and uh, Pusan's Icheon Yup. Probably I-, I-, I deserved a thumping. Uh, maybe if I'd analysed it a little bit more and not chosen those two players, I would probably have won. I do still believe my defence was pretty solid with Wilkinson and Johnjic and Cha But even though Cha was the one who gave it away at the end.
1: I think if we uh, spend the next year getting close with the KFA, come next December maybe we can get choose our best eleven and actually get the players together in somewhere and have a, a real game, sort of a. <laughs> that
0: would be fantastic. It would also be hugely unlikely.
1: Well, especially since there's only one Yom hoon and we both picked him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, there's only one Yom K- I did not think i would ever hear you sing that song, Paul. But uh, there you go, guys. Official. Paul just sang a song about a chicken player.
1: Chicken player, that's not what I call them on the website. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, we had to bleep the. A. So, yeah, so it's been a long time. We talked about it for a few weeks. We got some input from some people. You know, Miroslav said I'd win. Uh, Ali said Paul would win. Football manager decided it to be Paul.
1: I think football managers proved that Ali knows more than Miroslav.
0: Well, we did. not We needed football manager for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think football, what Football Manager has proven is one thing, and that is there's nothing quite like the loyalty of a Diablos. Really? Whether he believes it or not. So, yeah, guys, so, so that's it. I hope you enjoyed the, first, the best 11, not the first 11. It was the first best 11 as well.
1: Uh, uh, I'm sure uh, we'll do it again it's, next year. It's been fun, actually, and it's been thought-provoking, so I'm sure we'll, we'll do it again at the end of next year. We'll quite possibly do it in the middle of the year, sort of twisting it somehow.
0: Yeah, I think we're to do it in the middle of the year, so we can use the players that aren't offloaded in in the in the pre- in the mid-season transfer window because China offers them more money.
1: <laughs> so nobody basically, <laughs> nobody left.
0: It, nobody left. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good experience. It was tough. Thank you, Ali, for the idea. Um, hopefully, next time you can join in as well. And uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was an interesting to to try and pick one player. That you actually think can bolster your team from each team was interesting.
1: I guess, I guess, given that we might have this idea in mind now, I'll probably pay a bit more attention to other teams throughout the season rather than. I mean, obviously, some of the players pick themselves, right? Like uh Yong Ki Hoon,
0: Jim Bickerham, Adriano, but, Adriano again.
1: <laughs> but when it came to some of the the lesser teams like the Guangzhous and Taejons, we obviously knew they were quite crap, but they obviously do have one or two marquee yeah, players, right? Yeah, definitely. We, we yeah. weren't overly familiar with what, who those were. Yeah. So...
0: I mean, th- thinking back now, maybe instead of taking Adriano, I should have gone with uh, maybe Che as manager and Wangy Joe up front um, and not kind of try to exploit the rules as much as I did. I think that's my one regret, it's probably not having Wangy Joe, uh, or even maybe, yeah, Wangy Joe replacing... Um, you well,
1: joined up, yeah? I, I think with the way we've judged it this year, uh, I don't think I don't think Miroslav, Ali or football manager took into account the manager. Yeah, so I think so. Basi- yeah. So basically if I was gonna next year I'd probably pick the manager of the worst team because when it comes to the, the judging the way we've judged it this year, the manager turned out to be completely irrelevant. Yeah. So yeah. I wasted I, would, I, would I, I wasted a completely a, a really good chumbo player. Because I took the Chombuk manager, mm-hmm. so we would have been better off just taking the Taegu manager. <laughs>
0: yep, that's a fair and, point. Yeah, yeah, and in which case I would probably have taken Kim Dojun or Wang yi Yeah, yeah. So and, and then went with yeah, they could they could push manager.
1: Although I think that's probably a problem with the judging process, so we should probably figure out a way to get around the next year.
0: Yep, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it was good. It was definitely um, it was definitely a good experience. Uh, a little bit sad that I lost. Uh, after the Atlantic process but yeah the end of the day I'm a good loser and <laughs> yeah
1: better luck next time shit <laughs> cheating
0: <laughs> never picked Chaddery do uh, you know what we supporting in a rule that said that they at least don't be playing football
1: what next year
0: yeah after it was finished yeah or that at least at least one hair on their head
1: he's got hair he just shaves it off
0: well yeah that's a fair point fair point I assume. But I've never seen them that up close. Well, I do not get of hats. But anyway, yes. So yeah, guys, that's the best 11. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully, uh, maybe, yeah, still if you're interested, send in your 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 own best 11s. Nothing, but b- we can't do so much we, with them So now, we can
1: summarily discard them and say they're rubbish. We'll
0: so we're gonna have a look at and see what other people would think as well. I think it was a, it was a, it was a really interesting uh, idea. And thank it, you, you, Ali, for that It was a good one. idea. and yeah. As I said, and, I'm sure you have many more great ideas, Ali.
1: Right, so that's the best eleven done and dusted.
0: Done and dusted, yep.
1: What else did they talk about this week?
0: Uh, well, I guess like one of the things that we could have looked at with the best eleven is that there was no way of actually getting the guys together. You know, as a team, it has to, to, to actually get them to gel. Uh, maybe if we'd had some kind of like training, training camps camp. or something like that, we could have have kind of worked a little, a little bit more with them to take them to play more as a team.
1: Talking of training camps, I guess most of the clubs are back in pre-season now.
0: Oh, I guess it will be, yeah. On top of that,
1: yeah. I know, I know. FC in in Guam, at the moment, doing their their first. They're in Guam. Guam, yeah. The. the F- so I, th-
0: I thought I thought you said Glam. Glam. <laughs> I was
1: saying, isn't that like nightclub halfway up the hill? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, it's behind Hamilton. <laughs> you would know. Glam is Dayan's favorite hangout. Actually, you can, you can often run into Dayan in Glam. After a match,
0: he must be the only way Google's allowed him to go on. Then, because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Do they ask him? Is he he shows his passport and ID card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, the last few years, Sol of, they have two two training camps. The mm-hmm. first one is in Guam, where it's <coughs> relatively warm at this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one's in Japan, where they play some actual friendlies. Ah, okay. So they'll be back in a couple of days, and I think they head off to to Japan on the last day of January okay. for two weeks. Uh, Songnam, have you heard where Songnam are at?
0: Yep, Songnam are about to, if they're not there already, they're going to uh, Orange County, California. Yeah, I mean, what a life, eh? Uh, pretty sweet place to be going to a training camp.
1: Spending our, taxpayers money, mo- spending our taxpayers' money on going to bloody California.
0: Well, they're not spending your taxpayers' money.
1: Or yours, actually, because none, none of us, us live, live in Boondang, area,
0: yeah, But anyway, Our song, whatever Songnam Council comes under, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're in Orange I don't know if they went yet, but I'm pretty certain that they've gone to Orange County. I'm sure it was last week they went. Or is it? Maybe ne- I know, it may actually be next week that they go to Orange County. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's next week. I think it's the 2nd or the 1st of February that they fly out. Uh, so I think they've been playing. Um, I think they've had a couple of kind of like bounce games against. I've seen some really strange tweets. There some university games and stuff like that. But I don't think there's been anything really worth worth kind of really talking about to be honest. But yeah, they, I do know they head out to Orange County. Which, like, that I guess would be a pretty sweet trip for them.
1: So that's the teams we're interested in. We know where they're going. Do you know any, where anyone else is going?
0: Yeah, I know that Guangzhou right now uh, are in Thailand. Uh, I know that because of J Soccer Magazine, who's a guy that I ran into when I was over in uh, Osaka for the, the Songnam match. Uh, he was tweeting at the weekend that they were playing Port FC, I think in Bangkok, I think. Um, I don't know what strength of team they took out there or anything, but I know that's where they went. I don't know how long they were there for, but they were definitely out there playing a team from, from Thailand as well. Last score I saw, they were winning 2-0. That was last i seen.
1: And, of course, last week we discussed... Uh Schomburg being in the Middle East and playing, they'd played against Borussia Dortmund, was Borussia Dortmund, and
0: then they were playing against uh, Al-Alau.
1: And, uh, yeah, so they lost 4-1 to Borussia Dortmund. They then played, I think, Lokomotive Moscow and lost 1-0. Mm-hmm, that's right, yeah. And then they beat Al-Alau 3-0? Yeah, 3-0, yeah. Well, that was the last score I heard, it was 3-0. So they're in the UAE. Yep. Uh, for their first training camp, their warm-weather training camp at least.
0: Okay, obviously, uh, Suwon Suwon blue wings they're in uh, Haiti.
1: <laughs>
0: That's must be where the chicken wings go, yeah.
1: What for their voodoo? <laughs> for
0: their voodoo festivals of chicken beheading. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry, Suwon fan.
1: No, I, I meant fan, not fans. I meant fan. <laughs> I think we've exhausted our actual knowledge of where teams are, but
0: yeah, luck- the K League website has one.
1: Luckily, the K League website's put up a, a, a nice web page saying exactly when and where each team have gone. So if we take it from the top, uh, as we said, UAE, uh, as we said, in the UAE, mm-hmm. uh, went there on the fifth of January, staying there till the first of February. After which they're going to Mokpo, and then they're coming back and going to Mokpo for a week, which is a bit odd, but <laughs> it's
0: a bit strange. <laughs> UEE to Mokpo, yeah, okay.
1: Suwon, their first training camp was in Namhe, Namhe two that's, weeks.
0: That's where they, I think, that's also where, I do know, that's also where, where So Eland are right now as well. So Eland we are in the, in the Hilton Hotel. Dan Harris was posting about that th- this morning.
1: Okay. Uh, their second training camp, they're going to Spain, to Malaga.
0: Oh, wow, actually, they've, they've left 21st of, of January, so they'll be in Spain right, right now. Indeed, yeah. So they'll be in Malaga right now.
1: So three weeks in. It's a bit odd for them to be spending uh, solar away out of the country.
0: It's quite strange that they be in Malaga as well, because that's not known for its high level of training. It's known more for its cocaine and uh, rent boys.
1: And, of course, there was, a, there was a massive earthquake in Spain today, or yesterday.
0: I'm sure everything's okay with them.
1: Right, Paul hang what are they up to?
0: We're out with Martica. I feel the earth move for our intro music. Under my feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pohang there in Thailand. <laughs> they're in Thailand for the full month, actually. Bangkok and Buriram. Bangkok and Buriram. I guess they're in Buriram to have a look at the competition that they might face if they get through to the latter stages.
1: Do you think Moritz is uh, hosting them? Saying.
0: Yeah, I don't think Moritz is hosting them. I think he's probably running about their hotel room right now, trying to headbutt them all, just like he was doing on the pitch. <laughs> Don't, I don't think
1: did, he's hosting them. You don't think he's he he's that situation like when you you know, sometimes when you've been friends with someone in Korea and they say, Oh, if you ever end up in Australia <laughs> call me and I'll I'll <laughs> take you out through And hopeful
0: hang team dead <laughs> <laughs> But you said call us Andre <laughs>
1: <coughs> Right. As I said just now, are in Guam, coming back in a couple of days and then heading off to Japan for some friendly games. Yep. Songnam... You said uh, you said they're going to America, but up in, in January they've been down out in Kangnam, which is a bit odd because it's going to be cold as hell there as well, isn't it? Uh,
0: but he's doing that training with them, doesn't he? He, he does that sand dune training thing like they do in Aberdeen, but they run on the beach in the freezing cold. It's the same as they do up at Aberdeen. Like, Alex Ferguson brought it in at Aberdeen. Okay. It was how like he would do his uh, pre-season training. They would they run up and down sand dunes in the freezing cold in the wind. He does the same thing.
1: So they did that for four days, and then at the moment they're down in Suncheon,
0: which is where I think they, did, they played a couple of school teams or a couple of university teams. I think that's what I must have been. I think that's what I saw on Twitter. All right, Jeju. Jeju are uh, going to China.
1: Yep, Guangzhou.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so, good good friend of the podcast, Gary. If you if you're down if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Uh, you may be able to hook up with the Cheju team at some point.
0: Although the chances of you recognising any of the players from, from that were there last season is zero, but
1: anyway. Especially given the amount that we drank when we were down in Cheju.
0: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> in fact, Gary drank so much, he was dressed up in handbok by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so a w- woman's handbok at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah woman's handbok, yeah. Cross-dressing in handbok. <laughs> right.
0: so like, yeah, so let's not, yeah, not look like for those players, Gary. Um, osan uh, kind of following a little bit similar to like, uh, if, if you saw, so, I guess they were in Thailand first uh, for most of uh, January and then head
1: over to Japan. So they spent uh, three weeks in Chiang Mai. Uh, yep. Be back tomorrow, <coughs> today or tomorrow? Uh, today. Today. A couple of days back in
0: Korea, tie up a few transfers and then head out to Japan.
1: They're actually going to the same city as Seoul, are going to make Kagoshima.
0: Oh, I guess so they'll be playing the same teams probably as well. That will be, that will be interesting. Um, Incheon, we know how much money they have and can spend. Uh, so they went to Gangnam, the same as uh, Songnam. Yes, the S-
1: same time as Songnam. So. I guess they
0: went up down the, the uh, Sanjins as well. They then went back home.
1: Yeah, th- Their second round of, of winter training was in Incheon. <laughs>
0: yeah, so well done, Incheon. Uh, and then, as we know, a good friend of the podcast, Kevin Oris, who will be coming on hopefully fairly soon for an interview. As we know, he's, he's in China. Or at least I'm assuming that's why he's not replying to my Facebook messages. <laughs> um, but he's anyway, behind the great firewall. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he's over there in China. Uh, as we said, hopefully we'll get him on when he comes back.
1: So they're in Kunming, which is down in the south of China, right? Actually, uh, right my city.
0: My Chinese knowledge is very low.
1: I know a little Chinese. My name is Kelly. As <laughs> someone that's been there. And what about the, the city, Paul? I was talking about the city. <laughs> was it warm and friendly. It was, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the football Back to the football, yeah, sorry uh,
0: After the, after their Chinese experience They're uh, going to Japan
1: To Osaka
0: Are they going to be playing any games in Osaka Or do you think it's just mostly for training? Uh, I
1: think, I, I don't know for sure But I think um, K-League teams do like to play uh, Friendlies against Japanese teams so I, th- I know last year Seoul played a couple of friendlies Against uh, Hiroshima and Urawa. Mm. So I'm, I'm sure Incheon will try and get a game with Either of the Osaka teams.
0: Okay, it's quite interesting that out of all the teams, Incheon seems to have, although we criticise them for or laughed at them for being back in Incheon, they seem to have like the most, you kind of, know, like the, the kind of, most packed schedule in terms of travelling and flying and, and stuff like that. I mean, okay, I mean, Korea to China to, to Japan is not far, but <coughs> still, it's, pretty, it's, it's a pretty packed schedule, yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. As opposed to Chunnam,
0: who are just like doing nothing for for all of January, and then on the twenty fifth. Today flew out to Thailand for two weeks.
1: Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks. Seems it seems quite strange. Because most of the other teams have started somewhere between the 3rd of January and the 8th of January, right? Yeah. It seems like the, the general start. Uh, I, know I, mean, in, I know in Seoul's case, Adriano had a, an extra couple of weeks off, so he's he's not been in Guam so far. So Pete, the fans are actually getting worried that, why isn't, he at the, why isn't he at the training camp in Guam? Is he leaving? Yeah. But apparently he's just got extra holiday.
0: Especially after there was an Adriano spotted uh, in China signing for Shandong or someone. And his name was actually Adriano, but a different Adriano.
1: Yeah. Was, oh. that, the, was that the guy that didn't actually end up signing? Yeah,
0: he didn't end up signing in the end. Yeah, he actually went there and then, and then because, didn't
1: sign. Because they wouldn't write his salary on the, on the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Which
0: yeah. is. Like, like what interesting about Jonathan is like, it's like they're doing the reverse of their actual football season. Like instead of st- like starting really early and bottling it at the end, they're they're actually doing nothing at the beginning and they're doing it all at the end. So maybe they're maybe they, they actually listened to our podcast resolutions, trying to,
1: trying to save their energy by not training for three weeks. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I think we can see them collapse pretty quickly as well. All right. Okay.
1: Quangju. Gary says they've got the best manager on the planet. Where is he taking them for the? He took them to. Well, he first of all they went to Guangyang, which is where they come from anyway. Where they come from, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for 15
0: days, then on the 21st, he to Thailand for a couple of weeks. As we said, uh, Jit Soccer Magazine was actually at the game, uh, watching, he was meeting with some Thai FA officials and stuff like that as well. Um, and uh, he, yeah, he seemed to be, it was a pretty decent game. As I said, I think the one last tweet I saw from him was the 1-2-0. Uh, that was in Bangkok. And then I believe, yeah, they're there until the 6th, and then they fly back and go to Japan. Where are they going to somewhere I can't pronounce?
1: Miyajaki. Miyajaki? Mia, I guess it's Miyazaki.
0: Miyazaki, was I'm not sure what
1: that is. Uh, me neither. But Which
0: they'll stay until pretty late. They'll stay there until the 25th as well, so in our two weeks in Japan. You have to imagine at that point they'll definitely be playing um, friendlies, yeah?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, then we've got our newly promoted teams.
0: Yep, we have signed you. They're obviously going to boot camp.
1: Yep. So, Koje. Camp,
0: camp Humphrey, followed by Camp Henry, followed by Camp okay Eagle. <laughs> followed by <okay>, Hell. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. They've got Koje Island, which is right down in the south. Mm-hmm. Actually, another nice place to go. Never been. That's yeah, very nice. And then, Chumpo, I've no idea where that is.
0: Samcheonpo. no idea either. But obviously in Korea, obviously. Well, they're, they're really late.
1: They're... There until the beginning of March.
0: Which is right up to the first game,
1: almost the week before the first game. The week before the, the, week first, before game the first game, yeah. yeah. It's
0: really late. And then Suwon FC? Uh, Suwon so FC, they went to Jeju, uh, first of all. They're, they've are they been there since the mid January, they're there until mid uh, until the, the beginning of February. Quite, quite interesting, I think the reason why they went to Jeju. It's because they, they're signing players like crazy right now. Yeah. Well, actually, they're trying to sign Norwegian strikers and Spanish to, like midfielders and all sorts. Um,
1: uh, which is quite an interesting thing. Tori Andre Flo, Jan Uh Is that
0: the places that they were the clubs? No, uh, they they sign. They tried to to sign FC Mitterlad uh, striker. He may have been Spanish. I'm not quite sure of his nationality but he was definitely he played for them, who was, was a Norwegian team. And I know that they've just signed some, or they're rumoured to be signed some, some, another Spanish player. So I guess with the success of Sissi, not quite sure how much money he made them or how much he brought them in in terms of revenue or whatever, but I guess he was a, he was a successful acquisition, even though he was been there for a few months. Uh, so I guess that's what they're looking at, is that is, is that market again.
1: Interesting. All right, we just go a quick run-through of the challenge teams. Uh, Pusan, Taguk,
0: uh, sorry, Busan are in Thailand.
1: Yeah. Three weeks in Bangkok. Yep. Tejeun.
0: Uh Tongyang and then Japan.
1: Yeah. They're also in Kagoshima with Seoul and Ulsan.
0: Ulsan. I'm not quite sure what Tongyang is, but anyway. Uh, Daegu were in Namhe and then they're off to China.
1: Also to Kunming.
0: Kunming. Place to be. Uh So We land are taking it easy this year, they're then they're just going to Namhae for a couple of weeks. They go there tomorrow. But Dan Harris is already there because I saw his tweet about the Hilton Hotel. So they are sitting in the Hilton so I guess that'll be quite luxurious for them. Butchon uh, are all over the place but at one point they're going to be in Samcheongpo,
1: Which was where Sangju are. Yep, were. And then
0: Jeju. Yep. And then eventually Mokpo. Mokpo, yeah.
1: So they're basically just following other teams around the country. Yeah,
0: basically, yeah. As are Anyang, Mokpo and Jeju. Gangwon, Gangnon, Goje, Goje, Not okay. quite sure why we changed that twice, but anyway.
1: I guess they get a couple of days off for solar, and then they're no, back to
0: Goje again. Uh, interestingly, uh Goyang are going to Thailand. I guess that must be some big festival of religiousness at the same time.
1: Well, they they used to go off to Brazil and do missionary work, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so they're obviously going to Thailand for like, some Sundance festival going or something.
1: Chonburi, which I think is one of the home of one of the big teams in the Thai league.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, interesting, they've changed their name. I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but anyway. We'll do that in our podcast. Koyang Hai. Yeah, they're now called Koyang Tatari or something
1: like that. Okay.
0: Gyeongnam. Gyeongnam don't go anywhere. Just stay there and train on your own ground. I think they're both,
1: both. Both their training camps were in like 30-minute drive yeah. of, of Changwon.
0: So, Dongyang Nam here. The police have also changed their name. They've changed their name to Hagri. FC. Mugunghua. Mugenhua, sorry I know you can pronounce it better than I can um, Yeah, they're all over the place uh, Jangwon
1: So that's where That's Kung home city okay. Kwangyang, Yang, Nam's home city And, and then no, back to Changwon
0: Changwon, okay And then finally uh, Chengju They're in Gangnam Followed by Sun Chonpo, uh, sorry, Sam Sorry, Po And then back to Dongyang so, obviously the challenge teams are not really quite as exciting as, <laughs> as the classic teams, as to where they go. i a little bit surprised that Elan going to, only to NAMI. I thought they might have actually had the finances to have went somewhere a bit more
1: glamorous. I, I guess Martin and Dan have both been back in the UK over Christmas and had an extended break and come back late.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, so, so that would make sense, yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't. I mean, like you don't need to go to you know like a hot place or you know like, you don't have to go to Thailand to like kind of end up, you know like winning winning the league. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess it's more quality instead of quantity. I guess. I mean, like, if you're in Hay, I think Namibia's where they went last year, actually.
1: They did go to Nam To They, I mean, they went year. to America at some point, didn't they?
0: I'm sure they did. I, th- I thought they did. Yeah. But I'm I surprised they
1: didn't go to America this year. But I guess I guess last year they needed. They got all the players together for the first time, so they needed to have some kind of team building, yeah. bonding experience, didn't they?
0: So I mean, I think as I said, I mean, looking at it, uh, as long as they're they're, they're they're kind of training away, I, I, I do find that interesting that Pusan are actually haven't started training yet. Uh, they've been the most active team in the transfer market, yeah. so maybe that's why they haven't started training. Maybe they're trying to get all their, their kind of business finalised. Stuff, but I do, I do think they're the other team that needs to be training like mofos because they need to come back up straight away. They can't afford to stay down there.
1: I mean, I, I guess that uh, they must have their players doing some kind of individual fitness regime, right? They're not suddenly come back from three months off and start training. We'd well, assume not, anyway. you would assume not, yeah. You you think there's going to be any impact on the, the different start dates for the teams? Or the difference, di- <coughs> different distances travelled by the teams. It's like on going to Spain, big big time difference, long flight.
0: Yeah, but they, I mean, they're coming back, what, two weeks be- before their first game, which is the ACL. Yeah. Um, my experience of. Uh, I mean, I can only base this on, on my knowledge of the Celtic, of Scottish football. And like, Celtic used to always, every year, Go to the States because they would play in, in those like glamour friendlies, you know what I mean, like in the, the Orange Bowl and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, they would play at Chelsea, Man United across the years, and uh, it, it always seemed as if those long trips to, to, to the U S. and then coming back never really seemed to actually be good training preparation for them because they came back jet lagged, they had that long flight, did the whole cramp, blah 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 thing to fight. So for me, I think probably the team that stays local. Uh, I mean by local. Japan, China, I would class as being local. So I, mean, I don't think there's a... No, no one really experiences jet lag flying back from Osaka. Um, but I think for the teams that maybe went to Spain, I mean, so I'm going to LA is a strange one. It's really a strange one. I'm not really sure how the council can pay the money to send them all to, like, on County. I think that's a really strange one. Um, because then they have no ACL, so they're just coming back. But with the idea in mind as being like the first league game of the season, against
1: Suwon, yeah? But you're still looking at, what, probably 30 players, 2 million and one airfare each. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. It's yeah, that's a lot of money. Which a lot of money. Possibly we be spent better. But they could maybe i just stayed locally and spent that
0: money on Gaio's wages or something like that.
1: What, because you want Gaio playing for?
0: No, I don't, to hate him.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I think we've done training camps of death now. Um, move on to other stuff we've got to talk about.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess the, the next big kind of talking point right now in, in, in Korea, in terms of Korean football anyway, is definitely the under-23s and stroke Olympic qualification campaign. Yeah. Just like with the uh, Asian Cup and the, and the World Cup, uh, whoever's in charge, I guess, FIFA or whatever, uh, have decided to link... The tournaments t- together so that they're not playing c- continually, just basically all the time. So, the idea is that the top three teams in the under 23 Asian Asian Championship qualify for the Olympic Games.
1: So, um, surely Korea, Japan, and Australia?
0: Well, that's what you would think. Korea, Japan, or surely you would think would definitely be up there and, and amongst they can afford at the end, but uh, unfortunately, not too much for the Ollie Roos, as they're called, and I really hate how we have Les Shilas, the Sheilas, the Ollie Roos, the Socceroos, that come up with something else, stop naming things after animals, guys, that's why you can't win anything, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if ever a race should not be involved in football, it's them. Anyway, um, so, the Ollie Roos crashed out to that football powerhouse of Jordan. I think it was a nothing he's drawing the end. I believe they cracked the bar in the last kick of the ball or something. I don't know, I was was still coming back from my sofa after falling over laughing. Um, (laughs) So I really don't actually know what happened there. Uh, But all I know is that Jordan, I guess, Australia should have faced uh, Korea. I think that was a big game that the Korean FA was dreading, was getting to play Australia, but unfortunately they got the decidedly easier uh, matchup against Jordan. Uh, then the previous well, match... What well, was it easier in the end? Well, we're going to go through we're, we're going through all the games first, yeah. Okay, sorry. Obviously, those feisty agencies of the North, what we, we're playing as well, they managed to take it through to the quarter finals. I call them agencies because everyone in the team really did look as if they were about 45 years old. Like all the fans looked as if they were about 45 years old as well. It kind of looked like something you would see They can... You know, like in Yoido and a Poja Matcha. But anyway, uh, they were unlucky. Like, it was 1-0 with Qatar, North Korea, um, So so Kyungjin. So So kyongjin um, scored, taking like, the last kind of kick of the ball in, in normal time. It
1: was a sweet free kick.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty amazing free kick. Yeah. Uh, brought it back to one each, but then uh, Qatar scored pretty much in the first minute of extra time. Um, taking a of, go through 2-1.
1: But that's good for Korea, right? That they had to play an extra 30 minutes.
0: Well, yeah, but they also played a day later. A day a day longer. A day earlier, so day to speak. Earlier.
1: Yeah. And they are at home, I guess.
0: And they're at home, yeah. Uh, next up we had, also on, on the Friday night, was uh, Japan against Iran. One of the most boring, nothing-east draws over 90 minutes I've ever sat and watched. Although I was saying that, I was about two bottles of soju in at that point, so I'm not really sure just how boring it was. But amazingly... Uh, I mean, it was it was nothing it was after 90 minutes and three now after the extra time. Japan scoring three goals absolutely. Big. Iran just opening the floodgates and just like looking horrendous, and uh, the Japanese just like destroying them. Nakajima with two goals. So that set up uh, Qatar uh, in one semi-final, Japan in the other semi-final. Yep. We'll do the game that we're not going to talk about in the seg- next. We'll do uh, United Arab Aber- United Arab Emirates against Japan against Iraq. Yep. Another game that went to extra time, Uh, this was one each.
1: So three games going to extra time so far.
0: Yep. Uh, Iraq ended up running out 3-1 winners after one each after 90 minutes. Goes from Ali, Muhammad and Amjad (laughs) uh, to to give them the the victory. So that meant Iraq will play Japan. Uh, Obviously the winner of that game is guaranteed making the... No, the winner of that game... Uh, will qualify, will for, qualify the for, Olympics. for the Olympics. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the loser may qualify.
0: and The loser may qualify. Yes. So the winner will definitely qualify. Yeah.
1: And who so will Qatar be playing?
0: So that brings us up to South Korea versus Jordan. And the thing is that Jordan was probably one of the easiest teams that South Korea could get. Yeah. So the game was on Saturday night. It was at ten thirty kick off Korean time. Um, so I watched the game at home. Uh, and first half, Korea completely bossed um uh Jordan they were like they but I think the start of half time was they had sixty one percent possession. Uh, they completely bossed them like Suwon's Won's Quan Chang Hun looked incredibly dangerous and Pohang's um Pohang's moon Moon Chang Jin uh, looked pretty deadly in my he was a captain for the day. He looked pretty deadly. I was really interested in watching the two German boys. Uh, particularly Ru, Ru Sung-woo who like I really wanted to take in a see, because I haven't really seen much of him but uh, you know I really wanted to take in a and see how, 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 he, how he was um, interesting the goalkeeper uh Gu- su- Dink- Gu- Gu- Su-hyun su I think it is uh, he plays now in Japan uh, that's something we've had a look at is just how many of Korea's top goalkeepers actually don't play in Korea um, which is not good. So, yeah, I mean, like, first half was pretty much all career. They could have been two or three and up at half time. What did happen was uh, Kwon Chang-hun ran down the left wing, blistering, and ran down the left wing, crossed it in. <laughs> Jordan defence was all over the place. Uh, every defender swung and missed at the ball. The ball broke to Roo uh, at the edge of the box. Well, sorry, not the edge of the box, like at the edge of the, the six-yard box. He cut it back and uh, Moon chang blasted it. I mean a really sweet finish. He curled it like inside the post. Uh, goalkeeper adapts absolutely no chance. To be honest, the goalkeeper was terrible. The Jordan goalkeeper was pretty was pretty poor. So one nil half time, Korea had a had a one. I mean it was like they were all over them. They were like by far the better team. I mean uh, it was like watching Bruce Dortman versus John Book basically. Like hugely superior. And I don't know what happened at half time. I mean Jordan had done nothing in the first half Second half Couldn't have been a different story If Jimmy Hill had said It's a game of two halves <laughs> And uh, they came out second half And Jordan I not want to say they pummeled Korea But they kind of pummeled Korea Korea were terrible They couldn't get a grip of the ball They couldn't string two passes together uh, They were all over the place <coughs> um, And Jordan had chance after chance after chance and the goalkeeper like, just really looked dodgy. He looked incredibly dodgy. The, every ball that came in, he was dropping, he was flapping at. Uh, I hope that's not what our listeners do. Uh, he was flapping at. He, was like, he, just, he just looked really, really flustered. Um, and with about, I'm not really sure, maybe like 10 minutes left, um, Jordan swung the ball, the ball came out of the box, and one of the players had a kind of overhead kick. Uh, and the ball, as he overhead kicked it, the ball kind of went towards the goal, and uh, one of the the, the other players, the, one of the other Jordan players, who was clearly onside, headed the ball past uh, the goalkeeper. One each, ten minutes left. The only team probably going to win it from there was Jordan, and amazingly, the referee or the linesman chopped it off. Um, well, this is this the point to resurrect your run on referees? It could be, yeah. I mean, the photographs clearly show it was it was onside. Um, the, the only thing was there was one Jordanian player who was kind of on the touchline, but so far removed from play that he could not have ever have been um, perceived to be interfering with play. If the linesman maybe thought he was back in nineteen eighty four, and thought that was a role where it was the last you know like the last man and not interfering with play, maybe he he, he was offside. But definitely, the player who scored the goal was was definitely onside.
1: So the ref was from Iran, which probably means the linesmen were also from Iran because they normally do. They, they normally oh. operate as a unit, right? Yes. Um. They did
0: also say that that was apparently the same referee from the Australia game, and I, I think there was some controversy in the Australia game as well. Quite why he was a so he refereed Australia Jordan. And it was quite, and it was a bit of controversy. And then he got Korea Jordan. Which, uh, doesn't really seem odd, wouldn't it? Would um, seem odd to me. Yeah. To have keep
1: refereeing the same team.
0: But I think apparently, I didn't really understand this. But when it came up on the screen at the, at the beginning of the game, apparently the Korean commentator said, "Oh, that guy was a referee in the in the Jordan game." Or he said in the Australia game, and it seemed to be as if they were as if they were linking him with the game against Jordan. Yeah. Uh, so Korea get through. Deservedly, mm. on the first half yes, on second half definitely no, on ninety minutes doubtful. Um, and you got you got the feeling if if Jordan had been awarded that goal, had it went the extra time, I think Jordan would have won it. So I think Korea were incredibly lucky to get through. As I said, first half undoubtedly they deserved it. Second half definitely no. Over the course of the ninety minutes. I don't think
1: they should be in the semi-finals. So now they're going on to play Qatar tomorrow?
0: They are, yep, tomorrow. Or th-
1: three or four days ago, depending on when we get the podcast out.
0: Yep, uh, tough game, definitely a tough game. Qatar, obviously at home. Uh have a few players that play overseas as well. A couple of players that play in... Uh, Belgium. Ex- Belgium.
1: And Spain, but in they're Spain, all playing yeah. for the same team. Yeah. So you've got these one, two, three, four, five, six guys playing for this Belgian team, Open, And then you've got three guys playing for this Spanish team, Cultural Leonesa, which I've never heard of. Never heard of either of those teams. Never
0: heard of either of them, but it's probably the same idea as you know, shipping out young Korean guys to Barcelona. Yeah. Do you know
1: what I mean? So they play in the Belgian second division.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: this team plays in... Uh, Spanish Spanish Spanish, division. Spanish segunda division B group one so That's segunda the, is like the second, second division.
0: division B is born now, so yeah I think it's the third division hmm. so yeah I mean the thing is like I think it's home uh, it's one of those strange things because I, I mean it's it's not as if home advantage and this tournament brings you home support because I think you've th- they've been seeing the tendencies of like 144, like 1200, you know, like I don't think there's really been a high attendance. But as Qatar in the semi final, they've, they've already beaten North Korea, they, they got their group. Um, so you've got to imagine, yeah, they're going to be a, a tougher a tougher opponent than what Jordan on paper were. And the fact that Jordan actually pushed Korea quite a bit and probably should have been given another 30 minute crack at the game in extra time. Uh, I would say that yeah this could be a really really tough game I'm not saying Korea are going to crash out I did actually I predicted that Korea would win the game against Jordan 1-0 I said it would be a close game I thought it would have been before the game started but this one this one is definitely going to extra time and penalties if this one doesn't go extra time and penalties I will do the next podcast naked crash hope it doesn't Hope it does does. I said, if, I said if it doesn't go extra time and penalties, I'll do the podcast naked and you said the crest hope it doesn't. <laughs> Paul, we don't live together. The apartment was just for the football simulator. I asked you to leave. why did you get that key cut? I told you not to cut the key. There was no need for it. It was only for a, a thirty minute simulator. And not that kind of simulation either, Paul. <laughs> right. So basically, yeah, uh, my prediction for this one, extra time, penalties, Qatari winning penalties, create a crash out of the Olympics. And I say, the reason why I say Korea crash out of the, the Olympics or Qatari winning penalties is purely because the Korean goalkeeper looks pretty ropey. He plays for Consadole Sapporo. Okay. But he looks pretty ropey. Uh, For me, I would go with someone else
1: and go for this game. Of course, it's not the end of the world if they lose, right? Because they can still qualify for the Olympics through the third place playoff.
0: Yes. So... I mean, if they lose to Qatar, they could then beat uh, Iraq or Japan and still get in third place. So, yeah, they have two picks at the cherry. Uh, They could still get it, as you said, through third place uh, playoff. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But... I just don't see them beating Qatar and for me for the other semi-final I see Japan beating Iraq so I think it'll be a Japan-Qatar final and I think it will be a Korea-Iraq third fourth playoffs.
1: Will you be watching the match?
0: Uh, depends on the time and depends on what time I have to wake up the next day but looking unlikely.
1: Kick off at seven thirty in the evening local time, so I think it's a six-hour time difference. Yeah, so maybe probably not. No, okay.
0: Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this week's uh, podcast. Thank you everyone for th- for listening. I guess all that's left is Paul. You have uh, some fantastic outro music this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I think because the last games we've been talking about for the Olympics, I was going to go with "London Calling" by the Clash for the London Olympics.
0: That was four years ago.
1: Yeah. Okay, you can where, take the man up for England. Where Where are the next Olympics? I'm not even sure. <laughs> the next
0: ones are somewhere in Brazil, probably in Rio.
1: Brazil, uh, Rio, Rio.